0: Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the insights and the stories from business owners. My name is John Cassidy-Rice and I had the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Businesses, Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting local businesses. Today we have Alex with us. Hello, Alex. Hi. Thanks for taking the time out, your busy day, your back-to-back meetings.
1: <laughs> no problem at all. I'm glad I could make it.
0: Fabulous. So let's dive straight in. So tell us about your business and what you do, Alex.
1: Sure. So I have a bit of a portfolio career slash business um, and I basically, well, wear a few hats. (laughs) Primarily, I help people grow their presence on LinkedIn. And that is usually the one woman and man bands. And uh, occasionally I then go into corporates and small businesses and run workshops around LinkedIn for their sales and marketing teams. So that's really sort of what I'm known for. Um, and secondary to that I do quite a bit of a student graduate uh, development and early career development leadership programs and keynote talks. Uh, It's a passion area of mine to sort of influence and impact the next generation around being the leaders that I know that they can be Um, and I also um, do some sort of uh, I guess kind of online courses around how to create compelling content around your story and how to market yourself in a non-salesy way, which I started earlier this uh, this year, so helping people to, to tell their stories online.
0: Well, you do wear many hats. I do. <laughs> yeah. So before we, we dive into a little bit deeper into all of that, um, I'm always interested in hearing your story, your journey of how you got mm-hmm. to where you've got to. Are you happy to share some of that with us?
1: Oh, sure, no problem. So I began my career working in foreign exchange. I just graduated from university back in 2013, giving away my age, (laughs) and um, I uh, got headhunted straight into foreign exchange, spent the, the short part of my early career in the corporate world for about Uh, three and a half years in total, and I, um, by the time I was 24, I got headhunted by another foreign exchange uh, firm, their competitor, to head up all of their training and development globally. Um, So I found myself in a leadership position by the time I was 24, training over 400 people globally in over 20 offices and um, a huge amount of sort of pressure and expectations and stress and everything came crashing down very quickly (laughs) uh, when I took that role Um, because yeah I mean I was under a huge amount of pressure to deliver on a role you know that normally someone would probably have another extra 10 years on me minimum uh, to be doing that and i was very young at the at the time but i was getting trained in LD. um i was trying to figure out what it is um you know like how to to bring this into the business and in doing so realizing actually i'm really not in the right place my values don't align with the industry uh, i'm not that interested in making sales sell more to make rich people richer <laughs> um and it wasn't sort of um, kind of doing it for me. And I really felt like something was off. And so I sort of set on this mission to figure out, okay, if this isn't what I want to do, given that I've spent the the best part of the last eight years of my life, climbing my way up furiously up the corporate ladder and doing internships and work experiences and everything to get to this point, uh, which I did a lot earlier than I anticipated. What is it that I want to do Um, and that quest sort of started and then in february 2017 i was just like i'm done with this uh you know i'd just gone through a period of depression and stress and um i was sort of over all of it um and really sort of done with, uh, yeah, with it all. And then I left my corporate job um, and I wrote a post on LinkedIn that talked about a little girl that dreamed of working in the really tall building with the pointy top by the river, which is one Canada square. And having reached the 45th floor, realizing that her definition of success was wrong and it was based on money, power, and status. And what we never tell people is that with those things come stuff like stress, uh, anxiety, depression, to name a few. But sometimes it takes getting to where you want to be to realize it's not where you're meant to be. And that post, by the time I got to my leaving drinks, went viral. I then pretty much, that was the start of my next chapter, shall we say. Um, and I left my corporate job and began coaching people. Uh, people started asking me, actually, you know, how do you do the LinkedIn stuff? How can you grow your presence so quickly? Um, Could you show me? And so I started coaching. Coaching turned into workshops in corporates and that then turned into keynote speaking uh, both in the UK and internationally. Um, In the December of having left, I got named LinkedIn Top Voice for the UK, um, just ranking me in the the top 12 most influential content creators on the platform. And then I got it the following year as well. And I also got involved with um, starting one of the biggest campaigns on LinkedIn called LinkedIn Local, which basically encourages uh, people on LinkedIn to meet offline face to face back when it was possible um, and uh, get to know the people behind the profiles with no sales pitching and no agendas. Um, and that then turned into a huge networking movement online. And we grew these communities into 90 countries and over a 1000 cities in two years. So I have had a very short life, <laughs> but a very busy one. <laughs>
0: yes. So do you sleep?
1: Uh, Yes, I do. Now I do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Excellent. Excellent. So um, I think LinkedIn is uh, blowing up big time at the moment. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. a very important social media. Uh, So what are some of the things that we could do on LinkedIn to help improve our relationships and to build business?
1: Well, interestingly, I was just on the phone with someone that I got introduced to um, that was talent is a great example to give. He was telling me that they were a well-being practitioner and they wanted to do some more work in the corporate space. And I took two seconds to look at her profile and I said, where does it say on your profile that you do that? (laughs) And she was like, oh. So the first thing is tell people what you do. (laughs) And it sounds so simple, but honestly, the amount of people that uh, want to be keynote speakers or that want to specifically target corporates and don't say in their profile or their headline, I am a keynote speaker or I am a consultant that works with corporates on XYZ, people won't know. Um, And that's not just, you might be creating some of the most amazing pieces of content on LinkedIn, but if they go to your profile and it's not obvious, then how are they to know? Um, So I think that's the very first step is in positioning yourself as the expert within whatever field it is that you do and showing people how you help deliver or help them Uh, become that person or business that they want to be. And then um, the next thing is having the right people in your network. So you might be creating great content, but if you don't have your target audience in your network, they're not gonna see that. So again, that's very common where I see people going, oh, I do get sort of interest in business, but it's not related to what I do, or like I don't deliver that. Um, And so maybe they haven't updated it or they don't have the right people in in their network. And then lastly, I would say the, the create content creation side of things, um, you know, you might have a great profile, but conversely, if you don't create content, you're not driving engagement to your profile um, and people can't know what you do or don't know who you are. Um, so it's all about creating, you know, more visibility for yourself so that people know who you are and what you do. And then they get in touch because, I mean, at the end of the day, if you do it well, I never pick up the phone and pitch (laughs) all my business comes to me so there is a way of doing that uh but you have to be very obvious about you know what it is that you offer
0: so get the basics right yes and then keep the conversation going with with content yeah so talking about content what content seems to work best and how would you go about producing the content content
1: So the content that works the best is the one that scares the people the most. (laughs) And that is uh, writing about your personal story. Um, It's very, you know, don't take my word for it. Just look at your LinkedIn feed. And if you look at some of the most viral pieces of content on LinkedIn, and by viral, I mean like pieces of content that have been liked thousands of times, if not tens of thousands of times, Um, those are usually people sharing some form of personal story and also very likely some form of adversity or challenge or courage to overcome something. Um, It's very much the type of hero's journey uh, piece of content and not everyone's comfortable sharing that because it means that you have to show up vulnerably and you have to be open and you have to be willing to put yourself out there in a very you know, not necessarily comfortable way, shall we say. Um, And so, you know, that's exactly why I designed this story marketing course that I run because I was finding that my clients were very good at sharing, you know, the pieces of information around their expertise. And they were very good at being knowledgeable about the industry and, uh, you know, how to explain what they do for, for work, but they were absolutely terrible at sharing their own story and, or they didn't know how to. And the minute that they did, the spike in terms of engagement went up drastically, like 200, 300 percent than the normal engagement that they get in their content. Um, And people usually don't like that answer because it makes them worried and scared. But that's the reality is that we are humans and we like the underdog story. We like hearing about people's lives. And, you know, what makes them them and what makes them human. And that's how we connect. And, you know, it doesn't just because it's a professional platform, it doesn't mean that you have to hide who you are.
0: All right. So that's refreshing, because uh, sometimes we feel like we have to put on a front of success, maybe. Mm. And and go, oh, actually, I'm human.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I'm a very good example. If anyone wants to see what that looks like, (laughs) is that you will never, ever see me uh, share content about LinkedIn like at all Um, because I just feel like there's enough people that do it. So how do I differentiate myself? You know, there's a lot of LinkedIn coaches. How do you differentiate yourself? Um, And actually what you're doing by sharing your story is you're allowing people to know, like, and trust you, which is obviously the foundations of sales and building relationships. And once they do, they might have a peek at my profile, they'll see that what actually I do is I help people on a coaching basis. And then they'll be like, oh, she does what she actually shows she does. Um, Let me get in touch and, and ask her. And by the time I get on the phone with people, and they're sort of half interested. They they're already kind of sold because they know me per like as in terms of my personality. Because they might have listened to me on a podcast or read a piece of writing that I've done. And then when I'm on the phone with them, they they feel like yeah, okay, I'm this is what I need, and you seem like the kind of person that I want to emulate. Um, that's very very usual.
0: All right. So you mentioned the telling story. You mentioned the hero's journey. Uh, so for somebody who's not clued up on sort of actually p- telling the story in a way that f- connects with another, what are some of guidelines would you give?
1: That's a great question. Um, what should I share? Let me have a think. <laughs> um, a really good exercise to do is do a timeline of your career. And some of the key moments that you think might have changed the course of your career or your business. Um, and also, that, that's one of the exercises that I share with people. But more specifically, as well, um, uh, it slipped my mind. <laughs> but what was I going to say? Um, mm-hmm. I've drawn a blank there. Come back to me with that question. Right, <laughs> I, absolutely- I had it in my mind, and it's just gone. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Sorry. I got it. Um, So very often people go into their businesses for some form of reason. And nine times out of 10, people don't know what that reason is. And usually it's quite a compelling reason. And yet we don't tell people. Um, And so I always think, you know, show people why you went into that business, because very often what I find, especially I would say probably like in the kind of coaching consulting world speaking world is that you're usually um you've usually gone into a career that's related to some form of uh, difficulty that you've had in your own career or something that you haven't been able to find and you're the person that's now providing that solution that's a very compelling story because if you think about it there are a million businesses that offer what you do there are a million um you know across the world not just in the uk so how are you going to stand out from the next person that sells the same product or service? And that's about the person, because at the end of the day, we're not just hiring uh, you know, a company, we're hiring a person that's behind that and someone that we have to have a relationship with. So if you show more of who you are, then that's going to kind of intrigue people enough to be like okay well if i'm looking at these two businesses i kind of feel like i gel more with that person and it might you might think that's trivial but honestly um you know i as a you know as someone that's bought stuff bought products uh, or services that i take that into account and i'm sure many people do
0: yes i I would agree with that Uh, that human approach makes such a difference Mm. so um if somebody is looking for some guidance on maybe crafting a story and looking to portray the natural self to the world and grow their business, how would they contact you, Alex?
1: Well, uh, LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably the best place to, to find me. Uh, so you can either find me at Alexandra Galvez or Authentic Alex.
0: Uh, fab, And we'll put that link on our website to help people find you. Awesome excellent thank you for sharing your story and the, the realism that you portrayed that you really do walk your talk
1: I hope so <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you so this has been the podcast by business owners for business owners until next time see you soon see you Alex bye the Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as Free Business Banking No charges for everyday banking services, such as paying in cheques and cash. It also includes a free chain facility, so you can always have enough coins and notes when you need it most. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk